I'm a friend of the show, Simon Fisher-Becker, and you're listening to Travelling the Vortex. Travelling the Vortex. Side trip. as he makes side trip number 10 and we have boldly gone where no con has gone before i'm chrissy and it is the end of day three of salt lake comic con and oh boy it has been exhausting but like i said my first my first day it's a good kind of exhausted today was saturday and it was the day william shatner was going to be here and i had i had promised Brittany actually to get a get an autograph and uh, my dad had wanted me to to go meet him and I wanted to meet him anyway to meet meet William Shatner so that's what I did today and I should have saved my my title of my last side trip line dancing for this one because oh my goodness there were lines uh, the, the, they put all the lines that I stood in yesterday to shame uh, but let me tell you just how it all got started um, they were going to let general admissions people in at 10 a.m. And I thought, well, I better get there early and get in line because there was a line yesterday to get in. And it's going to be even more packed today. There were lots of people who are only going to be here on uh, for the Saturday because of work or whatever, whatever reason. So I got up early, uh, which was which was uh, interesting after staying up late to do Friday Night Who last night, but it was worth it. Um, so I got up early and I caught the train near my house and went up to downtown, and I am so glad I took the train instead of trying to park downtown. It was just, that was just not going to happen. So I got to the, I got to the convention center and where they, um, where they had the lines yesterday, it was, it was empty. There was nobody there, and I was like, okay this is weird there should be tons and tons of people here so I walked down a little ways and they've already let the VIPs in because they get in and out an hour earlier and I see there's a line on one side for for general admission to get into the exhibit hall we are out the door and around the block and then there's a line for registration there's some people who are like we haven't been here it's our first day here and I was like oh you poor souls but I, I got a lot of good pictures, a lot of cool stuff, uh, lots of really neat cosplay. I mean, this was just the day to to kind of sit back and just watch the cosplayers go back and forth to see some of that. And I, I posted some pictures on my Instagram, and, and if, if uh, Glenn or somebody wants to link to that, they can. They are more than welcome to do that. Um, and so finally at about... And, I, and it was okay, because it, it, even, though the, even though the weather was really hot... Um, where I was standing, there's a big, there's a big building across the street, and the sun hadn't come over that building yet, so it didn't, it didn't start coming up until about quarter to ten, and by that time they decided to start letting in the general admissions people because it was the line was ridiculous. I think there was a line of people around the convention center all day, and I'll get to that. I'll get to when I left in a bit. So I I got in finally and you know once once the line started moving it just it just trucked we didn't stop for anybody there were, there were some people going up and down selling water bottles for a dollar and you know 
where they had coolers behind them, and and the line just kept moving. It's like we don't care. We we're not stopping for anything, and we don't even care if we're hydrated. We're just going, and so so then we get in there, and once I got in the exhibit hall, it was actually pretty calm. But it, this was you know early on, so I went straight to where William Shatner's table was going to be. I'd actually went. I'd actually gone over there last night before I left yesterday just to see where it was, and they were actually selling. Um, the people could pre you could prepay pre buy your autograph and pick out the picture that you wanted so I thought that would be a good idea to so then then they gave then they handed so I paid my money they handed me a ticket and I picked out a picture and and then I showed him my picture or my 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 ticket when I got up there because I wasn't sure because I was I was still general admission but they said oh you can go line up with the VIPs and I was like really I I, I seriously can do this because. I, I want to double check and make sure because I'd been, I have been told so many different conflicting things throughout this convention. You know, depending on who I talk to, um, but there was, but this, this person, the person who told me where to stand, um, he was, he knew what he was talking about. So I just stood there, and so I got in there about quarter after ten. Uh, William Shatner would not be there until ten to noon. So, uh, but I, I was, in, I was pretty well in the front and then where Shatner's table was was right next to where Stan Lee's table was and Stan Lee wasn't there quite yet but there was already there was already a great big line for Stan Lee and we were talking I was talking to some people in line and there were there was this couple and they were like veteran con goers they knew what they were doing and like like they were talking about how they'd they'd uh reserved a photo op with 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 Stanley and William Shatner and but there were there was a cap on how many photo ops they were going to be able to do and they got in right at the end and and it was like oh how is all this going to work and so we were just kind of talking about our general con experience and everybody I talked to in line said you know but they were all VIPs so um, but I was just kind of saying, you know, it might be worth it next year to 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 pay the extra money and get the VIP ticket, just because you could do a lot more. In fact, there's a lot of stuff I would have wanted to do today, but because there were so many people there, I, I, there were some panels I wanted to see. But even the even the smaller panels, like, like there, there there were some book panels, author panels, I wanted to get in on, but there was no way I was going to get in there with with just my regular admissions thing. So we stood there for a couple hours and we stood in line and we just people the best thing about being being in line though is how nice everybody is. I mean, you're there, you're all there pretty much cuz you're interested in about the same things. So you can pretty much find something to talk about with anybody you're you're there with. So even though it's standing in line and it sounds boring, it's actually kind of fun cuz that's where you get to meet people and where you get to to make friends and talk and and talk to people the most and maybe make some connections and have some good discussions as well and and so that's that has been my kind of my takeaway from this is the line the yeah the lines are just a, a part of the part of the experience so just talk to your neighbor and and enjoy the con together so um so the time, so it, it came time for for William Shatner to be there, and he got there. And I was right, I was right in front of the table. Was what they had. They had the table, and then they had the line kind of zigzag in front of it, so they could get in as much people as possible. And I had a picture just across the way of people who had not prepaid, who were not VIPs, and it was just this big mass of people. And I'm like, I don't think they're. We were all like, I don't think they're all going to get in. 
so I was like, I I was so glad I, I, I prepaid. So, so about 10 minutes before he was supposed to be there, Shatner shows up and he's there at the table and they just start moving people just in, 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 get in, get in. And then they come down and they say, okay, we're going to start, get your pictures ready, get your tickets ready. And it was just like clockwork. So you wait for two hours or almost three, almost four hours in my case, and just for a 20 second Hello, Mr. Shatner. It's good to meet you. Been a fan for years, and but he was he he was really good. He even though he was signing, and it was a really quick sign. Even though he was signing, he made a point to to look up and talk to every single person who came by the line. It was just just a few seconds. I mean, I told like I told him my dad had been a fan for years, and I was enjoying it, and you know it was it was a pleasure to meet him. And he said, "Well, well, thank you, and tell your dad hi for me." And that's what he said. And so I, I got I got the picture. And then I finally I went and found a place to sit because I hadn't I'd been standing for so long, and then I went and found a place to sit down, take a few pictures of it, and say, "Hey, I got the I got the autograph." Then I called my dad or I texted my dad and said, "William Shatner says hi," and then my dad called me back and asked me about it, and I told him, and so it was it was really neat to to do all that, and that was really all I wanted to all I wanted to get done today was to meet William Shatner, and I did it, and I was and it was. I, I was done by ten to ten to noon, which was when it was the whole thing was supposed to start. But it was pretty cool. I walked around the exhibit hall a little bit more. I and saw some more cosplay. Um, there was there was one. It was, it was a homemade Dalek, and I got a picture of it. But it was a. It was just taking up this whole big spot, and people. There was somebody inside it, and then there was a uh, someone cosplaying as the eleventh Doctor standing next to her, and and people were just going by and taking pictures. I was trying to get a picture with it. But it, it, there were just so many people. So the best I could do is I backed up a little bit, took a snapped a quick picture with my phone, and I mean this thing was huge. It was it was homemade. It was all made out of wood, and painted gold. And then the the tops, the lights on the tops were just little clear plastic cups. And then it had a plunger and a whisk. And there was somebody inside it, kind of driving it around. And you really couldn't go very far with this. And then later I saw it, it where, where I saw it the first time was in the back of the vendor's hall by the autograph tables. And then the next time I saw it was in the front of, uh, um, in the hallway in front of the vendor's hall. And I was just kept thinking, how in the world did you get through all those people? I mean, trying to get through the vendor's hall was nearly impossible. Uh, in the in in the beginning at the beginning of it, it was you could kind of make it make it work, but I went back probably about. Oh, one thirty, one one thirty, and you could not move. Like you, I, you could move in. There was there was one part at the front where there was a lot of space, but once you got in between the booths, there was just so much gridlock. Like you were inching your way. It was it was so bad. At one point, someone said they need to have stop signs at stoplights at all these intersections. We're like, yeah, that would probably be a good idea. But I think it was just because there were just so many people. I don't think they were prepared for how many people they were going to have at this convention. I mean, they 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 moved it to the bigger venue, but it was just I I cannot believe how many people there were. I knew there were going to be a lot, but it just blew my mind how many actually did show up. Once you see it and you see how many how how many people are just there, it is it's amazing and kind of mind-blowing and you're just like wow how is all this going to work um oh and then there was another there there was another call for doctor who cosplayers to go back to the tardis and when they made that call um this was earlier in the morning after right after i'd seen the dalek the first time i'm kind of going in a weird tangential direction here so bear with me um 
and there was there was a guy cosplaying as the 10th Doctor, and I was kind of close by, and he would stand by the TARDIS in the middle of the floor and take pictures with people. And I came up, and I had on my, my, my Gallifrey Time Lords shirt that has the, that looks like the, an NBA logo. And, and, and this guy, he was, like, playing the Doctor, like, totally in character. And I came up, and I had my sonic screwdriver and my t-shirt, and he was, and I was like, can I get a picture? He's like, yes, sure, you can. And he had the British accent. I'm not even going to try to attempt it, because it's just... I, I'll butcher it. But we, he's like, He's like back to back. Let's go and do this. So yeah, there I did attempt it, and we I, we got a few pictures, and they turned out pretty good. Even though I wasn't back to back, but it was okay. And then just going down the line, there was um, one lady dressed as Idris. And I got a picture of her in front of the TARDIS, and then I kept going. And then I looked, and there was a lady in Romana's purple and green outfit from I can't remember which episode, it, which story it is. The it's in Key to Time, at either Stones of Blood or Androids of Tara. I cannot remember for the life of me. But I'll, I looked and I was like, it's Romana! And the lady looked at me and was like, I'm surprised you know... I, I'm surprised there's someone who knows who this is. Because, <laughs> I mean, she she obviously she saw I was a Doctor Who fan. She knew who, she she could see that, but but I guess not a lot of people knew who she was. But that's that's okay, because there, there were a lot of there were a lot of new Who fans. Which is good. That's how that's how we get them in first, <laughs> I guess. So, so after that, I I went off to just kind of see what else there was. I was going to try to get into some panels, but it was it was nigh on impossible. There was no way it was even going to happen. So I went and found some lunch. Realized I'd left my money back at home because I last night I I went to go get some cash from the ATM and I, I had it but I left it in my other pocket so but I had a little bit so I could get I just could get some lunch but I, it was at the, kind of that point that I was like maybe I gotta go home but I I, I kind of wandered around got some more pictures of of different cosplay not just Doctor Who and just different things going on and and most of most of the time I just sat and I just watched people go back and forth and running around and and just just kind of talk to people and kind of just enjoyed the atmosphere it's like like first two days I got to do everything I wanted to do and Saturday was just just enjoying it just just being there and I think that the that kind of experience cannot be overstated enough I mean yeah there's lots of things you want to see there's a lot of people that you want to meet but at one at some point you just need to sit down and just take it all in soak it all up and just think yeah I'm here I am at this event and this is really really cool and uh, some of the conversation we had when we were waiting for when I was waiting for William Shatner uh, with some of the people um, they were talking about how a lot of the volunteers just were there just to kind of direct people and and somebody said something interesting um, we were talking about how some some con goers would get mad and actually chew out the volunteers who are directing traffic and we finally said you know there's some people you just those aren't the people you need to be complaining to there but and there there was another lady who said that she'd seen somebody go up to a volunteer and say I know you're not the person I need to talk to but where can I find someone there's this problem where can I find someone to go talk to and the volunteer was like yeah you go that way point them at some booth wherever so that was really good and I know in my last update I was kind of grumbly about some of <laughs> some some of the things that happened and and um, when I was reading Glenn's little blurb when he posted my update I was kind of like I didn't mean it to sound so so like I like I was so upset about it. I mean, I was a little bit at the time, but I I'm I'm more willing to give the con organ organizers a lot of 
leeway because this is a first year con and they had no idea how big it was going to be like we had people come in from Idaho and Colorado and Oregon and I'm sure there's some from Nevada I, I didn't I didn't hear anybody but I'm sure there were some um, but I I mean this a lot of people what I when I talked to people they said yeah I would never ever go to San Diego Comic Con but this is this is close enough I can come to Salt Lake that, that's no big deal because uh, they were talking about how most of the big cons are on the west coast or on the east coast I mean and we thought about it like yeah Dragon Con's in, in Atlanta and World Con I guess was in Texas and there's there's a lot you hear a lot about conventions in back east but we don't have a a lot of real big ones in the west of San Diego's the the big the I mean the obvious one but and I guess Denver has their own in fact that's kind of where the organizers of Salt Lake Comic Con got a lot of their ideas and they adapted them for for this con but there's there's kind of a learning curve and they I think I have I think they'll figure it out and someone at one point said that this was almost as big as the Olympics that we you know we had the Olympics here about 10 10 11 years ago so that's pretty huge, um, and they were thinking like maybe they should get someone who helped organize the Olympics to come help them organize Comic Con because it was I cannot I, I I really cannot believe how how crazy this was, but it's a good kind of crazy and they and they were they were talking a lot of people were talking about the records that this had broken and and it was it was the fourth largest inaugural convention it might even end up being the third largest for it being a first year con uh some some were saying some, some people were saying it was it's the biggest convention or conference that's ever been held in Utah which is huge because every year we have the outdoor retailer convention and that's you know everybody you know drops whatever they're doing and and caters to the outdoor retailers convention and we're like yeah i think comic con's going to be your big seller now or you know it's going to be another big seller for the state and for the city so i I don't know. I the whole thing just kind of made me feel feel good about feel good about my state and feel good about you know that these these are the these are the kinds of things I want to go to and I've always like I've said before I've always wanted to go to a, a comic con I could never afford it they were always too far away but this one's in my own backyard and to have it be so huge and so successful and so well run despite some of the problems and some of the hiccups that they've had and they'll work that out I have. I have no doubt that they'll figure that out as as time goes on. So I'm I have I am nothing but I'm nothing but complimentary to them. Um, but when you know I do have a few suggestions for improvement. So when the feedback form comes around and they say, you know, leave us leave us a comment or leave us whatever. I mean I'll tell them that. But I other than that I have I have the utmost praise for them and I'm so glad I got to come to do this. And I, I'm glad. I think it's going to be a success. It's going to be an annual thing, and it's going to be fantastic. And now I know how it all works, and I actually got it right. The the first year is come Thursday, come Friday, do stuff Saturday morning. But by Saturday afternoon, there is no way you can do very much unless you like have the the gold platinum VIP ticket that that fast tracks you to everything. Because other than that, you're just going to be standing in lines, or you're going to be stuck in gridlock in the exhibit hall. So that would be my my suggestion is if you don't get a VIP ticket, just get the three day pass and take just take time off work and go Thursday and Friday and make those your big con days. And if there's something on Saturday like William Shatner or Stan Lee that you want to go do, get that in the morning and then go you know rest, go home, go rest. I mean, if, if there's something in the afternoon, this only afternoon 
by all means do it, but it's really hard to do anything in the afternoon. And and as I was leaving, because I, I kind of, I, I debated with myself when I was, it was about, about two o'clock and just thinking, gosh, I don't know if I'm going get to get to see anything else. And I, I was next to the front doors and I thought about going out because there's a mall across the street and going out to their food court and having lunch because it's cheaper. But there was just a huge crowd of people in front of the door. Even people that had, I could see they had uh, wristbands for general admission. And they were not letting people in because the building was at capacity and it was a fire hazard and, and a lot of other things. And, and they sold out the con. And there were just people, and it was parked. There were people down around the block as I left and heading down to the, back to the, to the train station um, to, go, to go home. The, the line just wrapped around and down down the block and this is a really big block I mean the convention center takes up a bit one one whole city block probably two whole city blocks and then there's the um, it's called the Bravanel Hall which where the Utah Symphony um, plays I think they still play there um, and that that that's all like on on the same block and so this this huge arena and Symphony Hall take up this whole block and there were people just winding around the block and I was like, and the people on the end, I'm like, I don't think they're going to get in. And you could tell they had come for Comic-Con. They had come in costume. and But I, you know, they seemed to be, they seemed to be doing okay. I couldn't tell. It was getting a little warm outside though, but, but I, I, I'm just glad that we got to do this. So that, those are all my experiences on Comic-Con. Um, I'll probably post some more on my blog. Those are just the ones I thought of. I, and then after I got off uh, last night, after I finished my update, I thought of some more stories. So look on my blog. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes, but it's cjsnotebook5.blogspot.com. And um, I'll also post links to it on Twitter, at wildcat underscore media, and also links on my Tumblr, which is wildcatmedia.tumblr.com. Um, but I just want to th- uh, send a big thank you to Glenn, Sean, and Keith for letting me take over the Vortex for these three days to do these updates. It's been a real... It's been a real pleasure, a real honor, and just a lot of fun. And I'm so so glad I got to do this. And I just want to thank them for for allowing me to have some space on their website on their on on the podcast to to do these updates. I hope you've enjoyed them. If you have, please let me know through Twitter or any of those other places that I mentioned earlier. And keep traveling the vortex. Keep whatever it is you. Whatever it is you keep doing, just keep doing it. And for Traveling the Vortex, this is Chrissy signing off for the last time, day three of Salt Lake Comic Con, and I will see you all next year. Hopefully I'll see you all at Galley, but I will definitely see you all next year for Salt Lake Comic Con. You guys have a fabulous week, and we'll see you in the Vortex. Bye-bye.